0: Hello everyone, my name is Adam Cross and I'm a Licensed Marriage and Family Therapist in Southern California and today I want to talk to you about Identity Lies. Um, I'm a really big fan of Bob Schutz, uh Restoring the Glory podcast and JP2 Healing Center and uh, Bob Schutz, in some of his books like Be Healed, Be Transformed presents kind of a framework for how to understand mental health from a Catholic perspective. And one of the things he talks about are wounds, lies, and vows. And I'm not gonna go into depth into that here on this video, but one of the things I really wanna kind of touch upon within that is the lies. Um, And Bob Schutz, um, he talks about that we all have lies about ourselves. And these lies are based in wounds and things we experience. And so as human beings, we're not made for Um, evil, sin, and suffering, and yet we encounter it in a broken world. And so when we do that, we actually form a negative conclusion about ourselves that is an identity lie. And so many of us can be living out of a place of identity lies. We experience something as a child um, and we form a conclusion about ourselves, I am dumb, I am not enough, I am not loved. And we can go our entire lives without checking if that's true. And that lie, that belief could be deep seated in us and it could actually be guiding our every decision and behavior on a regular basis. And there's so many examples of this happening. When I think of my first experience of anxiety, I think back to preschool. Um, I think back to, um, not wanting to go to the first day of preschool and thinking, Oh man. Uh, I I don't want to be away from my grandma who lived with us at the time. I didn't want to be away from my my home. I don't want to do this. And I kind of mustered up the courage. I was forced to do it. And I went to preschool for the day and I survived. It wasn't the worst thing. But at the end of the day, I remember experiencing all the other kids getting picked up one by one. And for whatever reason, you know I was probably told Uh, but I don't remember it, someone came and told me and said, oh, you're, you're staying in after school care. Your mom will pick you up. I remember experiencing this anxiety and asking, why is my mom gonna come get me? Now, my mom was working. She, there's nothing malicious, she wasn't abandoning me, but like four year old me was experiencing this as, what did I not do, right, or what did I do wrong that I'm not getting picked up with all the, when all the other kids get picked up, right? Why are their moms here and mine aren't? And that might sound like a, you know, a very small instance, and it was, you know, I was I was four, first day of preschool, but it stuck out to me because that's my first memory of anxiety. So when I unpack that, there are some identity lies that I had even at that early age. Maybe I wasn't good enough to get picked up, uh, like all the other kids. Right. So maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I'm not loved. Maybe I'm not wanted. Again, all lies my parents had no intention of communicating that to me when i was four right i just went to preschool and and i probably forgot that i was getting picked up right at a later time and i was nervous already of being away from my my parents and my grandma but i could have that identity lie and, and really was me going through my own therapy and doing my own work to realize that that fear was there that maybe i'm not good enough maybe i'm not wanted I had to do my own work to form a new conclusion, right? To invite, and this is the part where, you know, we really look at integrating our faith into therapy. I had to invite Christ into that and to ask him, okay, Lord, this was my experience, but what were you doing in that memory? Where are you in that memory? What do you want me to know about myself in light of that memory, in light of that anxiety? And when we take the time to do that, we're actually reframing and we're forming new conclusions as we reprocess old trauma and address those lies that we have about ourselves. So maybe you're watching this and maybe you have some unresolved beliefs about yourself, right? some lies about yourself that maybe you're not smart enough, Uh, maybe you're not good enough in school or work, or maybe you're not wanted, maybe you're not loved, maybe you're not good looking, right? We can have all these identity lies that as we get older, they get pushed back into our brain. They're not at the forefront of our brain, but they're still making decisions for us. So we have to check the lies, right? What lies are you believing about yourself? Where do they come from? Right? And when we check the identity lies, we are able to embrace identity truths and that's where the good news of the gospel comes in that's where processing this in therapy uh talking about it in spiritual direction it plays a big role because when we bring up a lie when we expose something to be a lie to be not true we say it out loud to ourselves to another person i think i'm not smart then there's this opportunity for truth to come into the room, right? For Christ to come into that. We can invite him into that. God, what do you believe about me in the face of this lie right? I have about myself? And identity lies can feel so true. They can feel like that's truth, but, but we have to go a little bit deeper. We have to look at the bigger picture. Something can feel true, but that doesn't mean it is true. Right? what's the evidence? But also, is this helpful? Is it helpful for me to go my whole life thinking I'm not wanted? Is it helpful for me to go my whole life thinking I'm not smart enough if the evidence says otherwise? Is it helpful for me to be entertaining these negative thoughts? And if not, if it's not helpful, how can I change how I'm thinking to live in in a helpful and a better way? So it's super important to unpack our experiences, our trauma. Again, not just stuff that's been inflicted on us, like, oh, this person did this thing to me and this was hurtful, but our experiences where we have anxiety, where we encounter things that uh, our needs aren't met as children, right? So there's intentional trauma, but there's also unintentional trauma where we just experience a suffering in some way. And so it's important to process all of that, understand what conclusions did I make about myself um, as a child And then what does God want to speak in the face of that identity lie and that trauma? So the last thing I'll say is this to kind of put it into perspective. If you stop taking math classes at second grade and you never learn multiplication, right? Uh, and then you're an adult, and then you're trying to navigate the world without understanding how to multiply at all, there's going to be some serious obstacles in your way. Right? So, If we accept the truths or the seemingly truths about ourselves from our childhood uh, without ever questioning if that's true or not, without ever seeking to know more or go that extra step, right? Then we're gonna have some serious obstacles to growing and to living as adults and living the way that Christ wants us to. So don't settle for a second, fifth, sixth, even 12th grade understanding of yourself, continue to pursue that, that self-awareness and a real relationship with yourself so that you're not living in the lies of this world, but you're living in the truth of Christ and who you are, right? So that you can truly live life to its fullest. Okay. Thank you so much for watching. If you have any comments or questions, please leave them below. I love video suggestions. I know some people have been commenting on that. That is super helpful, so keep that up and I will be making videos about uh, what you wanna hear. So give this video a like and a subscribe and uh, thanks and God bless.